From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 20th of May 2022. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including the Elon Musk allegations and the Partygate revelations. We'll also be answering today's big question, what's happening in the South China Sea, as well as discussing whether Boris Johnson has dodged a bullet. But first, the Israeli government losing their majority. Israel's governing coalition has lost its majority in the Knesset following the defection of a lawmaker, raising the prospect of yet another election in the country. Renarui Zahabi, who is an Arab Israeli, quit the small left-wing Meretz party, saying that the coalition leaders had again and again adopted hawkish, hardline and right-wing positions, citing recent police violence as a final straw. The governing coalition has been reduced to 59 seats versus the opposition 61, but this doesn't mean that the government automatically collapses though. The opposition, whose biggest party is Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud, would need to vote to dissolve the Knesset and call early elections. However, this would need the support of the entire fractured opposition, including Zahabi and the six members of the Arab joint list. If this happens, Israel will be headed for its fifth election since April 2019. Moving on to Elon Musk now, and a SpaceX flight attendant accused him of exposing himself and propositioned her for sex, according to documents seen by Business Insider. After she reported the incidents to SpaceX, she was paid $250,000 as part of a severance payment, the report says. The details come from a signed declaration by a friend of the flight attendant and other documents prepared in support of her case. Musk tweeted that the allegations are utterly untrue. When Business Insider originally contacted Musk ahead of publishing the story asking for comment, he replied asking for more time to respond and said that there was a whole lot more to this story. Musk, who recently announced that he would vote for the Republican Party, has called the story a politically motivated hit piece and suggested that the story was designed to interfere with his Twitter acquisition. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Canada has announced that it will ban two of China's largest telecom equipment providers, Huawei and ZTE, from its 5G networks. Announcing the move, Canada's innovation minister stressed banning the two would protect the safety and security of Canadians. Companies that have already installed equipment made by either Huawei or ZTE, be it for 5G or 4G networks, will be required to cease its use and remove it. The federal government will not be compensating companies. The move hasn't come as a surprise to, well, anyone. Until yesterday, Canada has been the only member of the Five Eyes Intelligence Sharing Alliance not to impose some kind of restriction on either Huawei or ZTE. China has warned in the past that a ban on Huawei could prompt retaliatory measures. Whether and how they follow through on that is anyone's guess. Having just gotten through the coronavirus pandemic, many countries are opening up and probably hoping they never have to hear the word virus again. Unfortunately though, it seems that another virus is doing the rounds. This time, it's monkeypox. New cases have been found in many European countries, including the UK, the US, Canada and Australia. The disease is a viral infection, which most people recover from in a few weeks, and luckily it does not spread easily between people. 
This means that there is a very low risk to the public and it is unlikely that it will become the next COVID. Here in the UK, it will be announced by health officials later today that there have been a further 11 cases, more than doubling the current outbreak domestically. Staying in the UK and the Metropolitan Police have concluded their investigation into coronavirus rule breaking at the heart of government, having handed out 126 fixed penalty notices. This now means that number 10 Downing Street is the most fined building in the UK. While some staffers have received multiple fines as part of this investigation, it has been confirmed that the Prime Minister has not. While a few months ago the revelation of widespread rule breaking may have threatened Johnson's position, it now seems that thanks to Beergate and the slow release of information about Partygate, the electorate are more willing to move on and look past it. Perhaps the imminent publication of the full Sue Gray report will change things if it is catastrophic enough for the government, but that is far from guaranteed. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want more on the ongoing Partygate scandal in the UK, in the extended daily briefing, myself and Rory discuss Johnson's position in all this and if his time in number 10 could be brought to an end. We'll also be answering today's big question, what's happening between Xi and Biden in the South China Sea, over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers some of the best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the best documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.